there's never any doubts in my mind because I'm the best in the world, even though a lot of you don't like to hear it. I just, it's facts. I'm the best. You know what I mean? I sometimes I don't want to believe in myself, but it's the truth. I'm the best. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Murmur it up, T-Bags. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. It's still real to be damaged. Fresh Green Bowling! What's up, guys? How's it hanging, Kale? <clears throat> it's hanging... Uh, I'm not doing too good. Uh, got some clarity in my life, though, after this last week. How, how's it going for you, Brock? Tight. Just tight. That's good. You gotta keep it tight. You gotta keep it tight. You gotta keep it tight. It's, yeah. uh... Keeps them coming back. Prime season. We've made it. We've made it. One more week and uh, year, uh, regular season th- 11 is in the book. Number 11. And uh, will we crown a new champion after after the 11th season to, yep. to uh, contribute to the League of Champions? I'm really afraid that league won't happen. I think it will happen just because I know the dedication of the people. But, but I'm also kind of afraid... That COVID will take us out before then? <laughs> no, it's heroin. Right. Well, that'd be a better way to go. Than COVID. Yeah, probably. I, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I, think do, it'll I, ha- I think it'll happen. I, I we're getting close, aren't we? Halfway getting, there? Yeah, we're getting there. Halfway there. That's good. Um, that is good. And we got a lot, I got a lot of leagues going on right now. And, well, the only one that I'm completely out of is this one, so. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. We will get into the standings real fast, um, and we're going to start off with the man already mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, Max, but he's streaking at the right time. He's getting more choices. Yeah, he's get, he, yeah every, every win is, is, another, is another choice, the old punishment. He also could... Not end up in last place. Yeah, there is a very good possibility, and we did not talk about what would happen if Costin is in last place. That's a very real possibility, and that's a very real possibility. If Max wins and they lose, and he outscores them by what seventy three? Yes, which we've seen we've seen crazier. Max's team is uh is is really hot right now, so I can see it happening. Yep, really hot. Number ten, five and eight. Uh, there's also a possibility that he can get last place. So just six points ahead of you guys. So mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Though, yep, right. Yep, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Number nine, Connor Zeke and destroyed. Not quite. Not quite. He has to have a monster week, but he can move up at six and seven. Uh, Michael free fallen six and seven as well. Uh, eight seed Dawson Knox did him dirty. Yeah. He that just, was, that was Dawson Knox fun for him. It was a Monday night. Uh, it was madness. It was madness Monday night. It really was. That was a strange game. Uh, Clarence on the free fall right now, uh, falling to seventh. He is six to seven as well. I, what? If, if your team was, you know, your studs just, you know, kept on getting hurt, you got one back, and then another one got hurt, and then they both got hurt, I, I don't know what I would do to, you know, really, really relief that, you know. I would change, yeah. Make myself feel better. 
I would I would change my change my team name. I'd roll up my pant legs. I'd go to the Asians and I'd get a Manny Petty and just really wash that bad fantasy season yeah, off. Really have some some me time, you know. Especially when you get up in, in up in up in years, you know, like Clarence, you gotta you gotta keep those uh gotta keep those toenails fungi free. You gotta maintain them shits. Uh, yep, gotta do it. Number six, uh that would be myself. Six and seven. In the playoffs. In the playoffs right now, but um it honestly comes down to this week. We'll get into that, I'm sure. Yeah, those high points are helping you out though. Seventeen fifty two right now. Uh you're you're in second place as far as points scored go, so a lot to a lot to feel good about. Just gotta win. Number five, Todd Fat Lenny, fetus eaters. Uh, he's sitting there, but he don't have a lot of points. He can't afford a yeah, loss. It's me and him head to head. He can't afford Win, a loss. Winner, winner gets it. Winner will take it. Todd could potentially drop. Well, depending on points, uh, you can drop two spots, and somebody else could. You know, there could be there's there's it's a lot of stuff's going to change up after this week. But Golden God coming in at number four, Mark. Sixteen forty eight points scored on the year, seven and six. Yeah, it's cannot get that two seed. You're not going to get that buy, but somewhat safe as far as playoff position goes. Yep, definitely number three, Nick. He's a uh... He's up there in points as well. Seventeen thousand. He has cracked that threshold. Seventeen hundred, not thousand. Uh, a and B ass eaters doing some work. Seven and six, sitting in good position. Even if they lose, they have enough points that'll keep them afloat. Uh, number two, it's official. He's locked it up. Week one bye. Week one bye. Uh, Mister Astat. Yeah. Still has a chance for that one seed, though. Yeah, which and belongs the to the Glizzy God. Yeah, the Glizzy God, Cease Two, ten and three. Wonderful regular season so far for Cease Two, but the ominous one seed never does too many. I mean, it has done somebody right, but do you know who would win as the one seed? Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. I feel like Kyle could win as the one seed. He just bucks tradition. It's what he does. Old C. Stu, he ain't spent any money all year either. $69 left. Hey, there we go. Yeah, he, 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 didn't, he didn't want to spend a, another dollar after that. Nope, definitely a lot. But speaking of dollars, it is time to get into everyone's favorite segment. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the award-winning cream of the crop. Let me say it out loud. The cream of the crop. I am the cream. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! The cream of the crop, that is right. We are talking about the top 10 position players on the week. Kale, why don't you get us started? Number 10 on the week. Your guy, Brock. Cooper Cup. 25.9 points. This is not the first time he has been up here. Having a hellacious year. Number two overall so far. Number one wide receiver, of course. But uh, Leads to the league in yards and touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Ten, ten and, targets, eight receptions. And maybe receptions. I'm pretty sure he, he we might have a triple crown winner. Right now he is 
yeah. He's going for it. It's one of those years for Cooper Cup. You look back at people you owned in Dynasty, and at one point I did own him. Honestly, historically, I'm a Cooper Cup hater. Until this year. Yeah. Well, it's the breakfast club, I guess. I don't know. But those touchdowns are coming just about every week. 25 points, Cooper Cup. There's a lot of high high points this 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 last week, so 25 would usually be a little bit higher up in the ranking. Yeah, absolutely. Good game nonetheless. Number nine, Herbs, 26.3 points. He had 317 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and an interception on the day. Um, and then you can't forget about the six rushing yards. You know, that really that really makes the performance. So, number two QB on the year. I feel like that's been pretty quiet. And uh, number four overall right now. Just, he's having a monster year. Yeah, the, the uh, rushing yards do help. He's young. He's running it. I'm talking about Javante Williams. 23 rushing attempts on Sunday. 102 yards. And it was the uh, six receptions for 76 yards and a touchdown to get him to 26 points. Javante having a great second half of the season. No Melvin Gordon in that game, so they leaned heavily on him. Javante, damn good rookie. And doing pretty good for Cease, too. Yeah, yeah, big game, big game. Melvin Gordon got hurt, and he definitely, uh, yeah, he, he took the ball and ran with it. Pun very much intended. Number seven, Dallas Godare, 27 and a half points. Six receptions, 105 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. Big game. Big game. Big game going into his bye week. It was it's what Dallas Godare's owners wanted all season. Well, they got it. And T. Higgins. He is uh, having... A pretty good stretch to the end of the year with uh, 28 points in week 13. 14 targets, 9 receptions, 138 yards and a touchdown. T. Higgins, second year wide receiver, getting it done. Yeah, just a monster year. Tied with him. Number 5, number 6, Kyler Murray. He's actually number 6 on mine. Sleeper did it again. Uh, Kyler Murray, 28.3 points again, 123 passing yards. He did have two passing touchdowns, and uh, you can't forget about the 59 rushing yards, and it was the two rushing touchdowns that really made the day. He's back. He's back, and uh, the ankle seems to be healthy. Uh, Probably a good thing they held him out as long as they did. Tom Brady, he's back. He's old, but he's still great. Uh, he's in the top five again this this year. Uh, twenty eight points for Brady, number one overall player, number one overall QB. <laughs> Fifty one passing attempts, completing thirty eight of them for four touchdowns. Uh, he's got Gronk back, and he's he's really liking that. Yep, really opens up the offense for him. Number three, Deontay Johnson, twenty nine and a half points. He had 105 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns on 11 targets. Uh, yeah, he's a target monster. He's making the most of them for sure. So, uh, yeah, 105 to solid game. Yeah, wide receiver number seven so far this year. Sneaky. 
Justin Jefferson, wide receiver number two, uh, just behind Cooper Cup. But 32 points in week 13, 14 targets, 11 receptions. Uh, Thielen going out of the game helps helps the uh, the target volume there. But one one touchdown, Justin Jefferson, 32 points, and number two for week 13. And the cream that has risen to the creamy top, cream. It's George Kittle, 40.1 points. He dropped the 40-burger. Uh, yeah, monster game. Welcome back. Nine receptions, 181 receiving yards. He also had two receiving touchdowns on the day. That's what you've been waiting for all year. That is helping Max. That's giving Max options right there. Yeah, He can thank George Kittle for possibly not having a tattoo or or having to mow Clarence's yard. Yeah, he gets choices. We like choices. We do. We're pro-choice. But we... Yeah, I'll go with that, actually. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Politics aren't my thing. Um, as far as fantasy goes, we like to have choices. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. So, we are going to get into the Week 13 recap. Like, do I go to Pretty Nails or do I go to uh, Sunday Spa? You know, Clarence likes to have choices. Week 13 recap. We got some winners. We got some losers. Um, we got some. We got some fuck boys. We got some golden gods. Uh, we got some glizzy gods getting taken down by the Buffalo Soldiers, the one seed. The one seed going down to the 12 seed. 159 to 135. A high scoring affair between these two two uh, teams. Buffalo Soldiers coming out on top. Like we said, his team is really putting up points right now. Matthew Stafford, 24.5. Saquon, 10.4. Cordero Patterson, 11.1. Jacoby Meyer. Um, well, when your quarterback throws three passes, it's tough to get any fantasy production out of there. He got... He got zero. Big goose. Uh, T. Higgins, we mentioned him in the top 10, 28 points. Kyle Pitts, 7.8. George Kittle, number one player on the week, 40 points. And Van Jefferson, uh, Max's guy. He really, Max really likes Van Jefferson. He's going to keep him in that lineup. Why not? He is the wide receiver, two there, 13 points. And the Rams defense getting him 24. Nice matchup there against Jacksonville. For the loser, and really we can just call him a winner because he has not lost very many, but this one he did. Justin Herbert, 26 points. Javante Williams, 26. James Conner getting 19. C.D. Lamb, 18.7. D.K. Metcalf, 8.5 points. Dalton Schultz getting 6.8. Miles Gaskins, 5.9. Logan Thomas, before hitting the IR again. 12 points, and the Bills' defense, 11. It was the latter half of C-Stew's lineup that really hurt him, but 135 points this year will get you a win, but not this week. And it definitely does not help when uh, your 
You're going up against the guy who's definitely doing all the fucking. So, this is the team. Uh, whoa. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Because I'm looking at the rest of you guys. And this is the guy in the house doing all the fucking. Am I right? You know I'm right. This guy fucks. Thank you. He did. Yeah, Max, you got $5. Got you some. So, um, we'll try to get all everyone's uh, cash money all figured out. The season was not for nothing. The season was the season, for sure. Um, Our man, Clarence. A little rest and relaxation. You know what I call that? I call it getting your shit together. Get your shit together! Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit, so it's together. And if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just gotta get it together. Get your shit together. You really do, Clarence. Uh, low points on the week doesn't help when uh, your studs are injured. 74.92 points for Clarence over here. On the other side, A&B Ass Eaters getting the win. 126.06 points. Uh, much needed win for him. Um, but Clarence definitely did drag them down to uh, to the suck fest. think what? Everybody should like suck your asshole or something? No, we definitely will not do that. And let's get into it. We had uh, Nick... He started Tua, 16.86 points. Jonathan Taylor, monster, 24.3 points for him. Uh, On to his bye week, Alexander Madison, 19.9 points. Starting for Dalvin Cook. That's why you traded for him. That's why you got him, just in case. Uh, Terry McLaurin, down game, 3.7. Jerry Judy, 9.7. Travis Kelsey, blaze him up, 420. Uh, Clyde the Glide, 16.7 points. Then the Dolphins' defense gave you... uh, about 20 points on that. So 126, enough for the win. On the other side for Clarence, though, Teddy Bridgewater, 11 and a half points uh, going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Boston Scott. Man, he was playing. He's healthy. He was the guy to start. He's going to play. Fantasy experts would say. Not so much. Mark Ingram has the COVID now, 3.1. Tyreek Hill bust 3.2, Kenny Galladay 6.2, Evan Ingram 8.1, Rex Burkhead 5, Big Ben though 19.8, you'll take that out of him all day long, then the Cardinals defense gave you 18, uh, just not nearly enough for the win. Nope, and dropped you out of the playoffs uh, for the time being. Really uh, wrecked tragic. On to the next recap, we have the Whistling Bungholes, and um, in my team, that is Cost, and that is the Clumpy Giblets. We got beat by a huge margin, and for that, well, we deserve this. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? Yes. So, just a question. What? It's an odd number. Who gets 18 of them? Who gets 19 of them? I'll, I'll hand the extra off to Austin. That's a good decision. Um, because his name is first in our name. So he he's just the shield. He's the shield. He's taking the extra dicks when, when, when necessary. Yeah, well, I bet I know some people you should uh, dole them out to. Handsome Jimmy, though. Not uh, He did what he thought he was going to do. 16 and a half points. 
Rojo point seven spot start. Uh, the bye week got you. Yeah. It's, but bye. hey, you got to start Rojo this year. Right. Yep. Living the experience. James Robinson, one point. She walked with a waddle, 14 and a half. He's having a, a great second half of the year. Mooney fell back down a little bit, 5.2 points. Conklin, though, 9.1. Hollywood, 9. Michael Gallup, 12.1. And then the Bengals, 10 points. Just not quite enough for what you needed, but uh, not enough to get your shit We needed better players this year. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a great assessment. On the other side, who had the better players? Matt Ryan, definitely not him, though. Six and a half. Austin Eckler, 12.9 points. Um, he's on the 14-week injury report. Week 14. Sorry for the misconstruction on that. Um, Najee Harris, 13.2. Jamar Chase had 7.7. Odell, 10.8. Gronk, 20.8. Dallas Goddard, we talked about him, 27 and a half. Uh, Taylor Heineke, 14.34, and the Patriots defense gave him a solid 18. The two tight end start. That really, really worked out for, for Kyle. He had nothing to lose, though, going up going up against the clumpy giblets. On to the next recap. This was a, this was a uh, decent game. Golden Gods coming out on top over Fetus Eaters, 122 to 110. Both teams uh, resulting at a seven and six record, so this is this was to square it all up. The winning side, Mark, Dak Prescott, eleven point seven two, Samaje spot start five point one, Leonard Fournette eighteen points, sitting at RB four on the year. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He was back. He got that touchdown, 11 points. Stephon Diggs dropping a huge touchdown in that Monday night fiasco, but eight points on on uh, Monday for, for Diggs. And a man's man, Mark Andrews, eight points. Hunter, Hunter Renfro, 16.7. Patrick Mahomes, 12 points. This, is this what we're... We just come to expect it out of him now. And the Colts defense, that was a nice start against Houston. Great matchup there with 31 points. On the other side, the losing side, Todd. Fetus Eaters, Tom Brady, 28 points. Jamal Williams, 7.5. Tony Pollard, 15 points. He is the best running back there at the moment. Deontay Johnson, 29 points. Adam Thielen, half a point, getting hurt. Zach Ertz, 1.5. Mike Gesicki, 8.1. Josh Allen, 9.7. And the Vikings defense getting you 10 points against Detroit. You expect a little more out of them, but they just don't have that. They have bad defense. Just wasn't enough for the fetus eaters this week, and they fall to 7-6. and six. Yep, once again, a lot of a lot of parody. Uh, very, very close in the FGBL as usual. On to the next matchup. We had the Gingers pushing weed, taking a tough loss. I just closed my eyes and could see him throwing furniture. Yeah, poor Michael. Says nobody. 
Nope, 112.22 points. Getting beat by 5 points, 117.66 points. Let's get into it. Kyler Murray, 28.3 points. Playing good for you. Dawson is a cunt. Damian Harris, 19.1. Getting injured in a time where you needed him and he probably would have succeeded. Um, fuck Dawson Knox. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, 15.9. Make Knox gay again. Brandon Ayuk, 8 points. I hate Dawson. Um, I don't necessarily. You? <laughs> that must be I as in Michael. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans, 13.4. Dawson is a whore. Dawson Knox, 2.4. Stupid piece of shit hands. Um, Devontae Smith, 2.5. Kill yourself, Dawson Knox. Joe Burrow, 12.6. Thanks, Cockboy Knox. <laughs> and then the Ravens, 10 points. So, um, yeah, that wasn't enough for a win. On the other side, though, Zeke. Um, and destroy. They did not have Dawson Knox. Let's see how that worked out for him. 11.3 from Carr. 5.7 from Zeke. Definitely having a down game. Josh Jacobs, though, he's catching fire right now. 19.5. Justin Jefferson, we talked about him. 32.1. Tyler Lockett, 16.3. Noah Fant, more points than Dawson Knox. 5.3. David Montgomery, 24. Huge flex game. Uh, not a huge flex game, though. Tyrod Taylor, point three points. He got uh, hurt and taken out pretty quick. And then the Saints gave him three points. But it was enough for the win. Yeah, and uh, Michael, sticking with Dawson Knox, not dropping him off the roster. You obviously don't hate him that bad. You might need him in the loser bowl. On to the final recap. It was Avril Levine and the HJs. And the bye week team that everyone wishes to play. I'm sorry, can I yeah. can I interject just real fast? Yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton, DK can SMD. Kareem Hunt, Dawson is a bitch. Devin Singletary, same game team as Knox. Russell Gage. Gage how bad Knox is. Antonio Brown, not as sus as Knox. Also clever. Julio, nothing. So. Way to go. Uh, I, I forgot about the bench. We applaud the nicknames. Um, little sus. I like that. I like that. Dawson Knox really led Michael down, and he's letting everybody know it. Um, On to the uh, game that Brock does not mind uh, reminiscing over. It was Avril Levine and HJ's 143 over maybe next year, Savage Sooner, bye week, 92 points. Lamar Jackson, 13.12 points. Uh, Matt Burita felt like a good start. Uh, 1.3 points. Just not getting it done there, but Antonio Gibson, 19 points. Cooper Cup, 25. Keenan Allen, 19. Foster Moreau, uh, 3.9 points. Foster Moreau. Didn't know that was a person. Las Vegas tight end. Okay, Darren Waller was out. That seemed to be a... Last time he had like 60 yards and a touchdown. Nice, nice little... 
opportunity there. This game he did not. He did not. But who did have those numbers? Chris Godwin. It was uh, 17 targets. Catching 15 of them for 143 yards. 24 points. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 18.7 in the Eagles defense. 16 points. Enough to get the win for Avril Levine and the HJs. And Savage Sooner, Keller, bye week. Carson Wentz, 10 points. Joe Mixon, 8.4. Drake getting 1.3, and he's off the roster now on the IR. Mike Williams getting 16.5. And Brennan Cook, 6.9. TJ Hawkinson, 13.9 points. Cortland Sutton getting 2.5. Russell Wilson... Starting to shake the rest off, 13 points. Buccaneers defense getting you 19. Just wasn't enough. Brandon Cooks sitting at wide receiver 23. What was the bet for him? 20, 25, I think. 25? You're winning or losing? I'm winning right now. Are you? I'm top 25. How's Mike Davis doing? Uh, running back 41. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're good. All right, I'm good. I, I knew he scored... Yeah, he got, he, got some point, he got some points this week. Yeah, definitely got some points. But anyway, we are going to get into the final week of the regular season right after a quick, and I do mean quick, break for our commercial. Hi, my name's Clarence. You may know me as the leading expert in penises with a right-hanging curve. Now, when I'm not out having players put up 20 points on my bench or inspecting a wanger with a right curve, I'm working on a revolutionary new product. It's called Unnecessarily Vulgar Ways to Excuse Yourself to the Restroom, and it will change the way you live your life. Hey, Brett, I'm going to use the bathroom. Could you get any more lame? Hey, Ryan, I'm going to use the little boy's room. For fuck's sake, I guess you can. But with my new product, Unnecessarily Vulgar Ways to Excuse Yourself to the Restroom, all those old adages can go in the trash where they belong. Spice up Thanksgiving. Hey, Grandma, I have to spit piss out of my cum fucker, and you'll be the life of the party. Your nephew's birthday party will be the talk of the town with unnecessarily vulgar ways to excuse yourself to the restroom. Excuse me, I have to go cough dick juice out of my fuck stick. Yeah, that's the ticket. Our company is based on equality, so we even have unnecessarily vulgar ways to excuse yourself to the restroom for the ladies. Hey honey, I need to spew crotch barf out of my cum dumpster. Your significant other will look at you with a gleam in his eyes like the day he saw you in that strip club. Change your life with unnecessarily vulgar ways to excuse yourself to the restroom today. May cause club feet, sideways swimming, nipple beards, and thinking Coldplay is fantastic music. That was very unnecessary. Necessary? Want to talk about necessary? Having to do a, to do a podcast for a league that you're eliminated from, that's necessary because it's such a great podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's very necessarily. <laughs> we do appreciate it. Yeah. This podcast has somewhat been a curse to you. It has. has. I mean, you went from champion. That's probably why you want to start the podcast. You're like, I want to... I want to talk about me being a champion. I want to gloat about my championship. And how great I was at one point. But hey, you won two more championships. Yeah. um, Me and and Austin, we got some some soul searching to do (laughs) in this offseason. Yeah. Coming to Jesus moments ahead of us. Yep, there we go. Well, let's see what is directly ahead of us as we get into our week 14 preview. 
Uncharted Territory. First week 14. First one ever. Regular season. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because otherwise you're in the playoffs. Or you have a stupid league where 18 is a playoff. And that's stupid. Yeah. S- retarded. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. Uh, but we're going to get into the preview, and it's... it's the Glizzy God taking on uh, Zeke and Destroy. This one is projected to be a close one, 140 to 142. Connor being the favorite here over Mark. I mean, over C Stu. C Stu not really needing that win, but Connor absolutely needing it. Get into the matchups. We could have some, we could have Kyler Murray. In the spot, um, according to the trade that Michael has out right now, but Derek Carr against Justin Herbert. Carr projected seventeen and a half against Kansas City, and Herbert twenty-one and a half against the Giants. I'm going to take Herbert. I will also take Herbert. And on to the running back, Javante. Uh, we're expecting Melvin Gordon to be back there, but. Javante getting it done nonetheless. 13.9 points projected against Detroit. Nice matchup there. James Conner, 11 points projected against the Rams. Not so much. A great matchup, but he can definitely fall into the end zone a couple times on that offense. On the other side, Zeke. His knee's not right. Um, But he's projected 15 points. Is his knee not right or is he just not good? His knee's not right. He is... He's very good. He's running back seven right now. I know. He's just, still a stud. Just you li- you got to live and die with that. I do n- I I never want to be the guy who benched Zeke when he goes off for 32 points. Mhm. I've done that. Always Yeah, you know what? Last week sucked, but you know what? He may be better this week. He could be. He could be and that's where you got to keep the faith. Um especially when you have him in your team name. You got to start him. Got to start Zeke. But he's projected 15 against Washington. And Josh Jacobs, 14 points projected against Kansas City. This is a tough one for me. Give me Zeke and Jacobs. Give me Javante and James. Okay. On to the wide receiver. We have CeeDee Lamb, projected 15. And DK Metcalf, projected 14. They both have nice matchups there, Washington and Houston. On the other side... Justin Jefferson, 21 points projected, and Tyler Lockett, 13. This is another tough one. Justin Jefferson, Thursday night without Adam Thielen in the lineup, and Tyler Lockett starting to come on strong with uh, Russell Wilson and him getting back on the same page. Uh, I'm going to take those two wide receivers. Yeah, I will also take Jefferson and Lockett. On to the tight end, we have... Pat Fryermuth, Air Fryer, projected nine points. Going up against Minnesota, and for C. Stu, Dalton Schultz, ten points projected against Washington. Give me Pat Fryermuth. I'll take Schultz. And the flex position, a couple of running backs here. A.J. Dillon for C. Stu, going up against Chicago, ten points projected. 
And David Montgomery coming off a good week. He is questionable right now, dealing with a few injuries, three to be exact. Uh, if he plays, he's projected 15 points against a tough Green Bay defense. Give me, give me David Montgomery still. Yeah, I will also take David Montgomery. I think it's close, but yeah, I'm going to take David. Uh, onto the super flex couple of quarterbacks here, and it's Taysom Hill. He's going up against the Jets, projected 20 points. On the other side, Trevor Lawrence. He's playing the Tennessee Titans, projected 16 points. Give me, give me Trevor Lawrence. I'll take Taysom Hill. We're just not agreeing on much. No, we're not. Mainly it's wishful thinking because I'm starting Trevor in another league. and Well, Taysom can get it done on the ground pretty pretty easily. But he's beat up. He's beat up. He's got a broke finger. Is that right? Something's going on with his finger. We'll see how that plays out. It's off the injury report, so that's all that matters. Seahawks defense projected 21 points for C-Stew against Houston and on the other side, the Saints. For Connor, he's project. They're projected nineteen point three, going up against the Jets. These are some nice matchups, but the defense is really struggling so far this year. Uh, I don't. I mean, Saints are a top ten. Saints are struggling as of late. Yeah. Uh, but give me the Seahawks against Houston. Uh, I will take the Saints against the Jets. Wow. Like I said, we did not pick much. I'm picking uh, Connor with the upset. Yeah, I I believe that Connor could definitely pull the upset, and it's because of those wide receivers and the number two overall wide receiver this year. So I like, I like, I like Connor. Yep. All right. On to our next matchup. We have the golden God as a big favorite right now, 123.89 points. He's going up against bye week Keller. He's projected at 100.62 points. Let's get into the meat and two veg of this thing. Uh, quarterbacks, uh, Russell Wilson for Keller, 20.62 points. On the other side for Mark, the Golden God, Dak Prescott with 22.8. Give me Dak. Give me Dak as well. On to the running backs. We have Joe Mixon projected 18 points and Kamara projected 18.3 points. It sounds like he is for sure back from what they're saying. On the other side, Melvin Gordon, 8.8 points projected. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 17.37 points for him. Um, honestly, give me Mixon and Kamara. I think Kamara runs all over the Jets, and uh, Mixon's been great. Yeah, and I think uh, Saints are going to be without Mark Ingram. Yep. So that'll help. No Mark Ingram. Yeah. Kamara doesn't, do, doesn't do great with Taysom Hill as far as targets out of the backfield goes, and that's where, that's where you like to – where you like if you have Kamara's where you like to see his production, but yeah, I think it's a big game for Kamara. Yep, I agree one hundred percent. On to the wide receivers. We have Mike Williams right now in Keller's lineup with well, he's out on the COVID list. May play though, but he's projected zero at this moment. And Brandon Cooks, uh wide receiver, twenty three, projected twelve point six two points. On the other side, 
You got D Hop, 13.6 points. And uh, Stefan Diggs, 16.45 points. Give me Hopkins and Diggs. Yeah, these guys, uh, if they if they turn it on like they can late in the season, which I feel like they are prime candidates to do, it's it's Hopkins and Diggs, and it's 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 Mark causing a lot of trouble in the playoffs for somebody. Yep, I agree. On to the tight ends. We have T.J. Hawkinson coming off of a big game, 10.34 points for him. On the other side for Mark, Mark Andrews, 11.7 points. Give me Andrews. Yeah, he's a man's man. He truly is. On to the flex. Cortland Sutton, 12.5 points going up against the Detroit Lions. On the other side for Mark, 9.75 points for Hunter Renfro. Sutton's not doing Sutton's jack. Sutton's not doing jack. Um, but give me Sutton. Yeah, give me Sutton. I think he has a get-right game. Uh, on to the Superflex. We have Wentz, who's on a bye, and Mahomes on the other side. I don't care who he puts there. Mahomes. And then Keller, Bucks defense, eight points. And then on the other side, Colts on a bye. So Bucks defense, all in all, give it to Mark. Give it to Mark. Uh, after all, it is a bye week for him. In the next preview, we have Judges Pushing Weed, Michael. He's the favorite over Buffalo Soldiers, Max. Um, Michael needing that win. Max wanting that win. and Well, he's there's potential. There's potential that you could get out of that last spot. I feel like I say it enough. I'll reverse jinx it or something. I don't want to, I don't want to be in last place. That's, that's it. But um, like I said, his team's scoring some – they're scoring some points right now. Matthew Stafford. Going up against tough Arizona defense. Projected 19 points on the other side. He's trying to deal them as we speak. Kyler Murray, 22 points projected projected against the Rams. Head-to-head matchup here. Which quarterback do you like, Brock? On a Monday night, too. I like it. Give me Murray. It's the legs. Yeah, he's got nice legs. I'm going to take Murray. And the running backs, Kareem Hunt. <clears throat> Kareem Hunt, 10 points projected against Baltimore. And Elijah Mitchell, um, sick trade, 15 points projected. Against Cincinnati, on the other side for Max, Saquon, uh, limited but expected to play, 16 points projected against the Chargers. And Cordero Patterson, uh, one of 2021's biggest surprises and RB6 on the year so far, 14 points projected against Carolina. Tough defense there to go against. I don't know who I want to pick here, Brock. I think I'll probably take Patterson and Barkley and don't feel great about it. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell kind of banged up, so that that's not helping Michael's cause. I'll take I'll take uh, Barkley and Patterson as well. And the wide receivers, we have Brandon Ayuk. I hate Dawson Knox. Um 13 points projected against Cincinnati and Mike Evans. 15 points projected against Buffalo. On the other side, T. Higgins. 13 points projected and Van Jefferson. 10 points projected against Arizona. Give me Ayuk and Evans. Yeah, I think so. Ayuk and Evans. Is Jamar Chase out? Am I lo- am I missing something? No, no, he's playing. T. Higgins just he's just getting pure number one coverage yeah, right now, and T so, is benefiting from it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Van Jefferson, you know, he's he's good for big games too. But yeah, it's 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 Mike Evans and Ayuk for me. On the tight end, Dawson Knox, he's still there. Um, giving him another shot against the Bucks. 
eight points projected. He's going up against the Rook, 9.7 points projected for Kyle Pitts against Carolina. I'm I'm going to take Dawson. I'm also going to take Dawson. On to the flex, Russell Gage. 11 points projected against Carolina. And George Kittle, please. George Kittle, please. George Kittle, please. On to the super flex, Joe Burrow. Going up against Baker Mayfield. I believe uh, Joe Burrow is going to play. It's questionable as of right now. It's not practicing knee, ankle, a little banged up, but hell, Baker is too, probably. Uh, but Burrow against San Fran, 18 points projected. Uh, Mayfield, 17 points projected against Baltimore. Coming off a of bye week. Cleveland, I, I think I'm going to take Joe Burrow here, but I, that, that doesn't feel good. Yeah, give me Burrow as well. On to the defense. The Chargers going up against the Giants, 19 points projected in the Browns against Baltimore, 11 points projected for Max. I will take the Chargers defense. I will also take the Chargers defense. What do we think? Max is probably going to get beat. I agree. I think he uh, he becomes the loser bowl. No, he just becomes last place picker. Last place, but still a chance to win the loser bowl. We're all playing for something, right? Yep, absolutely. There's always some form of competition happening. On to the next. Speaking of competition, this one should be pretty competitive on paper. The best matchup of the week. We have the Whistling Bungholes, 9-4 and four at the two-seed. Um, he's projected 157 points. He's got the Flames on a three-game winning streak. On the other side, A&B Ass Eaters Nick. Once again, he also has the Flames. Seven and six, three point win streak or three game win streak, hundred and forty two point six two points for him. So they're projecting this to be high scoring, so let's get into it. Under the quarterback, we have Matt Ryan projected seventeen points going up against the Panthers. On the other side, we have Ryan Tannehill projected seventeen and a half points going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Honestly, I know there's beat up, but give me Tannehill. Tannehill. On to the running backs. We have Austin Eckler, projected 19.7 points, and Najee Harris, projected 16.8 points. On the other side, we have Darnell Anderson, projected 15.7 points, and Dalvin Cook, projected 15.6 points. Uh, They're going up against the Cardinals and the Steelers, respectively. Give me uh, Eckler and Harris. I will take Eckler and Harris as well. On to the wide receiver, we have the not-injured Jamar Chase for Kyle, projected 14.5 points. And Devontae Abbs projected 21.5 points. Um, he's just limited with a hamstring, nothing serious. On the other side, Terry McLaurin, 14.5 points going up against the Dallas Cowboys. And DJ Moore projected 13.8 points going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, give me Adams and Chase. I think Adams and Chase by a big margin. I think these two guys go off this week. Yep, I agree. Under the flex, we have Rob Gronkowski going up against the Buffalo Bills, projected 13.2 points. On the other side, Travis Kelsey projected 18.9 points going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. It's Kelsey. Wrong's good, but I mean Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. This is it's it's Kelsey, but it's close. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Gronk. He's just yeah. I'm gonna he's just too much right now. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And Brady is so much better than Patrick Mahomes right now. 
That's, I mean, it's true. It's true at this moment. On to the flex. We have Debo Samuel projected 15.5 points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. On the other side, for Nick, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's projected 12.4 points going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Give me Debo if he plays. It is Debo for me if he plays. On to the super flex. We have Taylor Heineke projected 18.5 points. On the other side, for Nick, Judy, 13.7 points going up against the Detroit Lions. Give me Heineke. Give me Heineke as well, where we are calling for a Cortland Sutton game. All right. And on to the defenses. We have the Packers. Projected 20.5 points going up against the Chicago Bears. Uh, that is for Kyle. On the other side, the Broncos projected 20.3 points going up against the Detroit Lions. Great matchups for them both. It's splitting hairs. Give me Broncos. Yeah, I... I picked up both these defenses in another league, and I have <laughs> to pick one of them to start. And I'm leaning towards the Packers. I'm going to go with the Packers over the Chicago Bears Sunday night. All right, there we go. All in all, uh, I think I'm giving to Kyle. Kyle. Yep, giving it to Kyle. Kyle uh, really benefiting from Jonathan Taylor being on a bye. So... That's hurting that's hurting Nick's team right now. But on to the next preview. This is another must win game. This is to decide the uh five, six, seven seed range here. Who stays, who goes. Who's shedding tears after week fourteen? Uh Avril Levine and the HJs projected to win this game one forty one over the Fetus Eaters one thirty one. Brock Starting Kirk Cousins, why wouldn't you? Going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, tough matchup, but 17 points projected. On the other side, Tom Brady against Buffalo. I'm going to take Brady. Uh, tough matchup, but he is, well, he's the GOAT. On to the running backs. We got Dontrell Hilliard or something. Yeah. Uh, eight points projected against Jacksonville. Uh, and Antonio Gibson going up against Dallas. 15 points projected on the other side. Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. I think this... Um, I think it's a tough matchup for Gibson, but I see a huge game, like a three-touchdown game for Gibson. So I'm going to take Brock's running backs here. On to the wide receivers, it's Cooper Cup and Chris Godwin against Deontay Johnson and Cole Beasley. Deontay is a nice wide receiver one to have. He's going up against Minnesota. Good matchup there. But Cole Beasley needing a get-right game. Not sure if it's coming this week against Tampa Bay, but Cooper Cup and Chris Godwin is the easy pick here for me. Uh, Tyler Higby, Tyler Hig, yeah, Tyler Higby, nine points projected against Arizona for Brock going up against Zach Ertz. Um, for the Cardinals going up against the Rams, nine points projected. Give me Zach Ertz. And the flex spot, Keenan Allen, COVID possibility to play, 19, 16 points projected against the Giants and. 
On the other side, Chase Claypool against Minnesota, 11 points projected. If Keenan Allen plays, it's Keenan Allen. On to the Superflex, Lamar Jackson going up against Cleveland, 21 points projected. And on the other side, Josh Allen, 21 points projected against Tampa Bay. This is tough here. I think both quarterbacks both quarterbacks get 25, at least 25 points here. And I see uh, Josh Allen outscoring Lamar by just a narrow margin. On to the defense. It's the Titans for Brock against Jacksonville. 15 points projected in the Vikings. For Todd, 13 points projected against Pittsburgh. It is the Titans for me here. And overall, overall I'm going to pick, um, assuming Keenan Allen plays. Uh, if not, K.J. Osborne will be there. Doesn't sway it enough. I'm, I'm going to pick Brock to win this game. All right. All right. Well, we will see. I am nervous as hell. Nervous as hell. Last game comes down to this. A lot of, like I said, very, very tight. Very tight. On to our last matchup, though, of the last game of the last week of the regular season of year 11. We're talking about the clumpy giblets. 5-8, and eight, the 11 seed at the moment. Costin. They're taking on another team on a downfall themselves. Wreck tragic. Zero caps there. Zero caps there. Jimmy Garoppolo. Handsome. 17 and a half points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. On the other side for Clarence. Big Ben. 15.8. Getting a little hot. I don't care. Give me Jimmy G. On to the running back. Nick Chubb. 14.4 for Costin. Don't forget about Jesse Robinson. 13.6 points going up against the Tennessee Titans. He is questionable, but he's getting in limited practices. That's good. On the other side, for Clarence, Chuba, choo-choo. 13 points going up against the Atlanta Falcons. And Jermichael Hasty, 6.4 points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. You got to go Chubbs and Robinson here. On to the wide receiver, Hollywood. For Cofton, 13.7 points. And Amari, two O's and Coop. Cooper, 13.62 points going up against that football team. On the other side, Tyreek Hill, 19.5 points going up against the Vegas Raiders. And Kenny G, 10.5 going up against the Chargers. Honestly, Hill's definitely the best player. I typically go there, but I don't trust Galladay the slightest to get you five points. I just don't. Yeah. So I guess give me Coop in Hollywood. Don't feel great about it because Tyreek Hill is that damn good. Yeah. On to the tight end, Darren Waller. If he plays 11.4 points. On the other side, Evan Ingram, 6.7. He is the garbage man historically, but I don't care. Give me Waller. On to the flex. Michael, he's galloping. 13.1 points going up against the football team. On the other side, Tevin Coleman. I don't think he's going to play. I think he's in concussion protocol. Concussion. He's still there. 9.5 points going up against the Saints. I don't care. Give me Gallup. On to the super flex. Aaron Rodgers, COVID toe, 22.3 points. Going up against the Chicago Bears. He owns them. 
He definitely owns them. He does. On the other side, Teddy Bronco, 18.5 points going up against the Detroit Lions. Give me Rodgers. Defense, we got the Bengals going up against the 49ers, 6.5 points for Costin. On the other side, the Panthers, 14.2 points going up against the Falcons. Give me the Panthers. All in all, give me Costin. All right, it feels good. feels good to have somebody... Somebody um, has faith in my team still. Yep, I do. I think you got this one. Uh, Clarence's team is just destroyed with injuries. So, yeah, that happens when you uh, studs and duds. That can happen. Studs and duds. Still not out of it though. No, not at all. No one's out of it. I mean, I guess there are some people some out people. of it, but still got something to play for. That's the beauty. Yeah. That's the beauty, trying to get that champ- that uh, loser bowl championship under your belt. A little extra moolah. A little extra moolah because those Manny Petties, well, like, they, they cost. Definitely. They definitely do. They are not cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, the last week we will be talking to you in the future next week in the playoffs. Ah. Yeah. Should be exciting for some teams. Should be. We'll see. Hey, loser bowl's exciting. And for anybody else who has other leagues, going on good luck in those we hope you lose in these ones though personally yeah that's my personal take but ladies and gentlemen for you bro yeah i'm pulling for me we'll see i'm nervous is todd gonna get screwed out of the playoffs again there's a history of that there's a history of that there's a big storyline so we will definitely see once again nervous is all hell but thank you guys again for listening we always appreciate it um Yeah, we have a guest next week. We'll get him on. But as we always say here at the FGBL Podcast, keep it crispy. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes. I I want my money back. I want my, I want my money back. I want my, I want my money back. I want my, I want my money back. You guys are bitches. I want my, I want my money back. I want my, I want my money back. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes.